Welcome to the In the News Show. My name is Judy Desagatis, and I'm here today with uh, my co-host, Father Bill Weary. How are hey, you today? Hey, how you nice to, nice to be here. Good, good to see you. Uh, welcome to the month of July, the month of the precious blood of Jesus. And um, today we have Joe Aponic doing the technical part, so I want to make sure I thank him for that, as well as uh, David Hillowitz for our theme music that we have for every show. So we had a lot of news because we, we had a couple of uh, weeks where we didn't do a show. So now we're back into it. And um, we are now in a post-row world. And I uh-huh. wanted to bring up an article that came up on LifeSite News. Um, certainly Pope Francis breaking his silence on the role reversal. Um, but in the same article was criticizing denying communion to pro-abortion politicians. And I know that we've talked about this before. Um, but I just kind of wanted to break, uh, bring that up again and just say that he um, is a, a, you know, supportive of the Roe v. Wade overturning, you know, within the United States. But it's saying that the bishops must be, quote unquote, pastoral with pro-abortion politicians and that he cannot, again, another quote, speak about it from a juridical point of view because he has had not studied the law. But we know in the past at least with regard to pro-abortion politicians, that there have been ongoing controversy where um, some bishops in certain dioceses are not allowing pro-abortion. They're making, you know, prohibiting them from having communion, the pro-abortion politicians. And then the Pope is kind of, you know, around this that we know that it is not, it is sacrilegious to do that uh, for the, uh, the communicant, you know, sacrilegious communion, but, and not just politicians, but also the fact, um, you know, he's not he hasn't kind of come out and said, don't do it. But he's also offered it. Um, we've had Nancy Pelosi back at the Vatican again just in the last week for her vacation. And that did happen. So um, and then you have some things to add, Father, regarding this and also um, some things going on with Opus Day Priest. You want to share that with us? Yeah. Uh, well, let me just be patient with me as I just come forth with a very tiresome a uh, repeat of uh, I, that I just never thought I would see the, these kind of days yes. within the church. Um, uh, and um, growing up as I did, you know, in the 1950s and 60s, uh, through the through the Second Vatican Council, uh, uh, that the, the, this kind of division is just, um, especially among the bishops. I certainly remember the protests after Humanae Vitae, in 1968, where there was great rebellion there, but it did not really affect the bishops um, that in this in this manner, where bishops are disagreeing with one another, and um, with with uh, this certain uh, methodology of, of the pope. But anyway, yes, uh, it, the pope did come out with a strong statement against abortion. Uh, that should be noted, and, and uh, he did repeat his statement. It's like hiring a hitman, and uh, that's okay. I mean, that, that's the kind of stuff I want to hear coming from the Pope. And uh, so he is, de- you know, he's definitely against abortion, which is sort of an anomaly. Uh, he thinks, you know, he, he thinks abortion is an atrocity, a, a, a terrible thing. And, and then to enable uh, those who in turn enable abortion to receive communion uh, seems a, a contradiction to me. There was a, there's an Opus Dei priest um, that has been uh, suspended uh, from the Ivory Coast, uh, which is an African country, and I I saw the interview on on online uh, with uh, LifeSite News, and I read his letter. He wrote a letter to the Pope, at least one, maybe more, uh, criticizing many of the Pope's uh, theological positions, especially regarding civil 
blessing, blessings for civil union or, or civil unions for homosexual uh, couples, and that was one of the things he he denounced. The priest did, and uh, he got the Opus Dei, which is a very solid yes organization. Uh, it's a movement within the church, uh, kind of a sort of a religious order, but it includes a lot of lay people. In any case, there were big headquarters in in New York City, Manhattan, and uh, they're out of Spain. In any case, um, founded by Saint uh, Jose Escrivá, um, and um, so they, the Opus Dei got a, uh, an order from the Pope to suspend uh, Father Jesus Maria, is his name, uh, that's his pen name, um, and, and his real name is Father Hanvier, um, and I forget the last the last name, mm-hmm. and um, and they Opus Dei complied and uh, suspended him. I, I read the letter uh, that uh, that he wrote, and I agreed with just about, I, I agreed with everything in the letter. I thought it was appropriate. I didn't think the letter was disrespectful. Uh, it was it was very strong. It was very strong, and I don't have it in front of me. Uh, maybe next uh, maybe next show uh, we can uh, we can do that. Um, and um, so that was that's just astounding to me. And the man is not not able to say public masses. He's not able to minister publicly. Mm-hmm. Only private masses on the condition that he does not uh, denounce the pope anymore. And he's living at home. He's living with his family uh, right now. So um, that, that's just astounding to me uh, that, that that would happen. But um, at, le- at least I'm happy with the Pope uh, being very strong, you know, coming out a- against abortion. Yeah, I, I actually don't think, in, in my opinion, that it is really a political issue. I mean, because the pro-abortion politicians are so front of mind and so much mm-hmm. in the news— um, they tend to, you know, do it around that, you know, making it political. But I, I feel that it really isn't because, as you said, Father, this is something that goes against canon law, you know, to give uh, communion to someone that is known to be in mortal sin and is known to be pro-abortion. So if you had a lay person that came up and, you know, and was pro-abortion, it'd still be the same thing. And so I, I'm not I'm not I'm a little confused by when the Holy Father says, you know, I want to I don't want to make it a, a political problem. And, yeah. and that kind of thing. And yeah, then, you know, like I, to your saying about this, this Opus Dei priest, I mean, trying to uphold the canon law. And he's not the first one. You know, other priests have been canceled or others uh, in different dioceses are not permitting it. Yeah. Um, and, he also, he also denounced um, the, the receive, uh, uh, extension of communion, giving communion to the divorced and remarried without, you know, previous annulment yeah. and convalidation. And that's being done in spades uh, in Germany. Yeah, uh, that's. That's the cows are out of the barn there. And the Pope is saying nothing about that. Right. Uh, so about being pastoral as a pastor, you would correct those kind of things. You protect the sheep, you protect right. the sheepfold. Um, and um, so, uh, yes, it's very, it's very disturbing. And we can only only pray for some kind of a re- reversal here. And um, I don't know if he will be that priest will be re- restored uh, or not. <laughs> I wonder if. I'm going to be suspended for what I'm saying. Well, I hope the Pope doesn't hear this radio show. Well, maybe he should. <laughs> you know, both yeah. of us, you know, I mean, we have to present all points of view and, uh, you know, be and aligned with the church. And so it is a gray area. And I think it's confusing a lot of Catholics, especially ones that are looking or maybe coming back after the pandemic and they're looking for a shepherd to put it, put them right and say, what well, should we be doing? Ways. First of all, I agree with what you say is it's not a political issue. It's a moral, spiritualist. Right. Sometimes politics and morality intersect. You can't help it. Politics 
is basically uh, morality in action. That's what politics is. And, and law, law and politics are, are a form of morality. They're going to intersect. They're going to bump up, up against one another inevitably. Uh, but when that happens, the, the church still has to speak out, cannot be silenced by the political the accusations of, of politics. And I've, I've, received, I've received that myself when I've uh, talked uh, from the pulpit uh, about um, you know, politicians not receiving, should not receive community if they support abortion. And I, I've gotten that from a few people. Mm -hmm. So the scandal can work both ways. People can be pushed away uh, with, with um, refusing communion. To politicians, I think that's terrible. Catholics, and then and then the opposite. Uh, they don't uh, when we don't speak out about it, and we're we're weak about it. That can be a type of scandal as well. And I think a lot of Catholics maybe fall fall in the middle. Many of our parish maybe many of our parishes are sort of middle of the road. I think. Yeah. So, yeah, and I and I've I've complimented you before, Father, for bringing those up from the pulpit. I think I think that's very important. It doesn't make you popular, but it, it sets the record straight. And and we as Catholics need to know, you know, what what it is, what the truth is, and yeah. you can't be skirting around the truth. Right. We we do have a few minutes before we go to break, um, but just to mention real briefly that we that the good side to this is that we've had several abortion clinics throughout the country be closed uh, or shut down. Um, same thing. So I'm looking at another life site news that says at least 46 abortion centers have closed following the Supreme Court overturning of Roe v. Wade um, yes. in several of, of our different states. And I have a large breakdown here. But, you know, just to say, you know, Alabama had foreclosures, uh, Arkansas, Arizona, Georgia, Kentucky, Michigan, Missouri. Now, some some of them that even, you know, not, not only closures, but they're an abortion free state. So, wow. you know, that that's good news. And there's going to be, um, you know, other states were already abortion free prior to Rose overturn. But uh, yeah, there's seven and I think probably more have closed. And um, and you had something you, you were going to share with us about uh, 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 honorable, honorable mention to Hillcrest uh, uh, abortion mill closing uh, many years, uh, not that many years ago. And uh, that was uh, through a lot of prayer. I would go to those prayer vigils. Um, I remember uh, many a Saturday Saturday morning, and um, we would have mass at Our Lady of the Blessed Sacrament, mm -hmm. and then um, we would uh, then converge on Hillcrest Abortion Mill on Front Street of Harrisburg. A great memories of that with Deacon Charlie Clark, the permanent deacon, and uh, we would pray out. We would pray out front. We had a big statue of Our Lady of Fatima praying the Rosary out front, um, and then in the back in the back alley, of course were the uh, interveners, uh, the, um, the the sidewalk counselors trying to talk the women out of it. They had to stay in the alley. They couldn't. They couldn't even step into the parking lot. Yeah. And then the later later years, uh, there was uh, they rented a room where there was where they were doing mass or exposition of the Blessed Sacrament right across the alley, in a second story apartment. And boy, that really came home to roost. And that was uh, a miracle. It takes a long time. Prayer takes a long time to see the results, but that that was a, a real victory, I remember. Fond memories, and then after the rally uh, in front of the uh, abortion clinic, we'd uh, then go go out for breakfast, and that was okay. always, always a great thing. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of stories that, that are surrounding that. Um, we only have a few seconds before we have to go to break, but one of the things that we want to talk about when we come back from the break is the pushback. And what's been happening since uh, Roe v. Wade has been overturned. And we'll talk about that a little bit regarding the uh, Biden administration. 
And sure. so uh, please stay with us. You are listening to Holy Family Radio 720 WHYF, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the In the News show. Before we went to break, we were talking about the landmark decision of Roe v. Wade being overturned. Um, some of the, we talked about the Pope, and we talked about some abortion centers that have closed. Now let's talk about the other side, the protesting, the assassination attempts on the justices, and the executive order signed by Biden to promote abortion on demand. And I know, Father, you were talking a little bit about we were when we were offline about uh, Brett Kavanaugh, what happened to him recently? Well, yeah, he was uh, at a Morton Steakhouse in D.C. There were protesters uh, outside while he was in there with his family, enjoying yep. a meal together. And I even uh, heard uh, Alan Dershowitz, the famous uh, attorney, um, say, you know, he did not um, agree with that sort of that sort of thing. Uh, although he, he was, he, he is not favorable toward the overturning of Roe versus Wade, but. To uh, the, the the pushback is just I don't I, I just don't know where to begin. It's just all, all over the place. It's so uh, horrendous. Yes. And uh, the um, harassment of the Supreme Court justices at their homes and uh, that sort of thing is just uh, beyond beyond the pale. And uh, President Joe Joe Biden uh, last night, I'm told um, I didn't see it, but is uh, encouraging protests. Continue the protests, he says. Continue the protests. It wouldn't be so bad if he would add. You know, please keep it reasonable. Please keep it appropriate. Please do not vandalize right. uh, properties, a pro pro-life center, and and uh, there's been there's been uh, several um, vandalizations of, um, of of Catholic churches. One, uh, arson of a small chapel in West yes. Virginia. I don't know if it was related to the current issues, um, and uh, but a lot of uh, a lot of defacing of of property. Uh, the F word sprayed onto the onto one church, um, and uh, they, 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 I saw one group on TV uh, that were saying that they were going after a mega church. They're also they said we're going after Catholic churches, but uh, these are protesters outside being interviewed by journalists saying, um, and that leader said, yeah, and they were in front of a, a mega a Protestant mega church, and they they see those churches as as, as culprits as well right so um and they had to they, they were they were on the property for for a little bit and they told to move across the street which they did on public property and he said you know we're we're, we're going to continue this we're coming we're coming after you um and um so it's um nobody's safe if you're pro-life well watch out buckle down and we have ramped up security we we did before even before coronavirus we were talking about security yep at my at my parishes, and um, now we're more vigilant. We have a committee put together to look at that sort of both both of my churches. We lock the doors now uh, at, after mass begins, and um, and there's other measures we've taken up as well. 
the harassment is just awful. I mean, if it was the other way around, they would be like, you know, getting oh, people out oh, there to, to get it to stop. And the thing that I noticed, um, just, you know, stepping back for a little bit, when the decision was rendered, I was watching it on TV. And, you know, do you notice, at least I did, and I watched a significant amount of it. I was just so happy. I wanted to hear all about everything that was, you know, going on. And there were protesters on both sides. But the pro-lifers, and there were a lot of young people their faces, they, had, they wore these beautiful colors. Their hair was so, like, combed, and they were all just, like, you know, angelic and so yeah. happy. And the other side was so loud and, and you know, uh, using their fingers to, to curse oh. at people and the F word and stuff. And it was like this antithesis of, like, the angels and demons. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it, it's like they didn't, yeah. like, they didn't like the decision. Okay. But the point was, it was there was such a drastic contrast. It wasn't just like, okay, we need to... Pr-. It was really like people in each other's faces. And then subsequently after that, maybe a week or so after that, I think it was Fox News or somebody um, was on the street in New York and asking people like, well, you know, what do you think about the decision? So, you know, some of those, they didn't even know what it was about. And, really? and they were p- completely negating the fact that it goes back to the states, which is how it was prior to Roe. You know, they heard the part, oh, Roe v. Wade's been overturned. Protest, 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 start fires, arson, everything. They didn't hear the part about that it goes back to the states. You know, this was not something that was written in the Constitution, and somewhere they thought it was a constitutional right, and it's not. Well, a word about about the media as well. I'm I'm an MA in journalism, and I I was trained, went to University of Missouri, and, you know, we were trained to be objective. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you, you reserve opinion for the opinion page or the editorial page, but uh, you write up news stories objectively. And uh, I just see a real a blending of that uh, now, a deterioration of that in the reporting about this yeah. issue. What should be just general reporting, just the facts, ma'am, is tainted. I, I, I see it in tone and in wording, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, very much in favor of the pro-choice uh, the pro-abortion uh, lobby. So uh, that's that's distressing to see. You got to wonder, you know, are, are we getting the facts? Right. And then, in, in almost with a couple of weeks later, we move on to the fact that uh, Joe Biden sent signing an executive order to make right. protect access to reproductive health services. And yes. once again, it's the the terminology. You know, he's not saying protecting access. He's, 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 he'll say protecting access to abortion, but at reproductive health services as if abortion and reproductive health services are the same thing, which we know it's not. And um, so he's the all hands on deck order will support abortion on demand until the moment of birth. Oh, my. And in some states, like in New York, they were even killing babies after birth. That's like that's insanity. I mean, it, you know, here you have a human being. That's murder. He's forgetting about the, the other side's forgetting about the baby in the womb, and they're you right. know the man, and I get this, uh, and they're pulling out you know the old uh, Oliver oh, uh, Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes uh, line: hard cases don't make good law, uh, and they're pulling out hard cases a lot of uh, of women you know in extremities and uh, extreme circumstances yeah. that quote unquote need an abortion, and um, they're talking about the number of people who are going to die with this ruling, but forgetting about the, you know, the millions that, that uh, of children in the womb that have died since Roe versus Wade. Right. Uh, and they are, definitely it is human life in the womb 
Uh, and we have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, as the Declaration of Independence says. So, um, and every, the, the other side just will not talk about that. And also, you know, the expanding the access to the medication abortion. So yes. it's not, it, you know, now it's just even, they had that before, but I mean, it's going to be even more more easy to get things through the mail. Uh, they're kicking it up to convene private pro bono attorneys and bar associations and public interest organizations to provide legal counsel for women seeking abortions and doctors committing abortions. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing too, like a doctor, it's a pres- preserve life, not not kill life. The Hippocratic Oath used yeah. to have a line yeah. uh, you, not to perform an abortion. Hipp- Hippocrates was the, uh, right. the Greek doctor uh, uh, several centuries before Christ. Uh, and he was sort of a model of uh, medical, uh, medical morality and, and, and uh, medical health. And uh, he had an oath. He, he wrote up an oath for doctors to take that they still take. Yes. That they still take that oath uh, before they receive their uh, medical degrees in some ceremony, graduation ceremony. And I, I understand they've taken that line out about the abortion, out of the Hippocratic Oath. They've oh, I wasn't aware of that. Hmm. Yeah. The other thing I want to mention, too, is um, there's a quote here from the LifeSite Nude article that says, long gone is the Democratic Party of safe, legal, and rare, referring to abortion. I remember that line. And, and Biden said that himself. Like there's the tapes that they ran from years ago when he was a senator saying that he'd like to see it as safe, legal and safe, rare. Legal, rare. And that's definitely not what's happening. It's sort of like the exact opposite. Like you said, it's polarized. And even to yeah. the point where he's saying, keep protesting, you know, even if he were to say, OK, you're going to keep protesting. Well, let's keep it peaceful. I mean, we don't want to, you know, peaceful. Right. Know, don't be violent, right. you know, be, be polite. But no, there's no directives re- regarding that. Do you remember back when a lot of them, Hillary Clinton, the, the, both Clintons, uh, Barack Obama, I believe as well, um, and probably Joe Biden signed that a uh, marriage, uh, what was it, uh, amendment? It, it wasn't, uh, it th- th- might have been an attempt to get an amendment into the Constitution. The marriage is just between a man and a woman. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. Yes. Before the uh, you know the LGBTQ thing really got going, and uh, there was an alarm, there were alarm bells about uh, you know gay marriage, and they all flipped on it. They and and they said and they later said uh, we are our, our perspective is developing. You know our our opinion is developing on that, and they and they did a 180 degree turn. But a lot of them signed that there was that it was being circulated around that marriage is just between a man and a woman. A lot of top politicians signed it when it was in the 90s when it was fashionable to do so. Wow, wow. Not fashionable now. Yeah, and the same people, like, like you said, have turned around. And and in this decision, too, they're, they're talking about gutting the longstanding filibuster, increasing the size of the Supreme Court, and get this, putting abortionists in tents in national parks. I mean, if that isn't a slap in the face to the voice of America, I don't know what is. I mean, you're going to go to a national park oh and be gosh. able to... That's ridiculous. It's, that's, yeah. that's just ridiculous, but... You know, so prayer, prayer, prayer. Um, there's also a quote in here, um, Martin Luther King's uh, Alveda King yeah, uh, said it's, that we must pray and we must act to save our unborn. So we knew that this was not going to be the end of our our fight. But I wasn't I have to say I wasn't sure they were going to come back firing as, as if after seeing it after the decision, that was one thing, but to see this continuing going on and these executive orders and stuff, I mean, we're, we've got another fight on our hands now and it's, 
you know, it, it, we will win this fight, but it's going to be challenging. Uh, I just got to say, I know we don't have much time left, but speaking of national parks, Monticello right now has turned woke. Um, and I just saw a news piece on this. If you go tour Monticello on, on the tours, they put down Thomas Jefferson. The really? I've been yeah. there. I've been it, on that it, tour. It's a complete negative view now. Of course, as we all know, he owned slaves. Right. And it apparently did have that affair with Sally Jennings. Uh, so, um, and, and they, and they put him down and they criticize, they're criticizing him. Uh, if you, if you go on, on, on the tours there, wow. and I heard somebody just speak about it was so dismayed, a pundit said, I was just so upset. Wow. And so were people on my tour group. So wow. that's going on now. Uh, yeah. I've toured Monticello. It's really, it's really nice. Yep. And I, I did not hear yeah. that. So, yeah. um, well, we're going to be wrapping it up for today. Uh, that was certainly a lot of meat in our show. And uh, we thank everybody for joining us. And if, Father, you could give us a blessing, please. And may Almighty God bless you all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, go in peace. Amen. Thank you.